Shaker Amotika, Bimber Shanka, Natsun, Alas Jenimat. Okay, brilliant. Nice. <laughs> All right. And that was my uh, earliest single uh, from back in the day, back in the fifth class days. So, something you didn't know about marching is that Fun he's fact. actually won the X Factor twice. Uh, so, he was on X Factor Poland, which was X Ski Factor. <laughs> um, and you, you won that one. Yeah. Then yeah. You, so, the first one I won. Um, it was the X-Ski, finding uh, your X-Ski factor. Yeah. Um, that was very, very a, a big deal for me, but not, not really for anyone else. Uh, no. I won it at the time. It was only you that did it. It was your competition. Yeah. yeah. There was no television in Poland in no. 2005. <laughs> so um, I had to like improvise in front of the uh-huh. stage. I saw like a big American poster. and You did it in front of your mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, won that one. But then the next one, there was uh, two, two competitors. I didn't win that one. And I was in the jury the year after. What I like about the first one is that you were the judge, yeah. the performer, the audience. <laughs> And you know you did it all yourself. It was a one man show, right? And you liked it as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> props to that. Hey, what are you drinking? Um, iced coffee, actually. Uh, Kieran Hammond Coffee it? Company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of milk and a lot of coffee. You can't go wrong can't with that. Can't go wrong to be with honest. that. On a warm, sunny day like uh, today, sure. Hey, you know it's funny how it's like 12 degrees outside and like all of Ireland's kind of panicking. It's like, oh, Jesus, lads, we need to go pennies, get new t-shirts. Well, it was kind of lovely outside, man. Like, you would like maybe not wear a sweater on like, one... Like you are right now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you got headphones on now, no, no turning back. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let, let's get right into the topic, shall we? Absolutely. Um, so today... Uh, I wanted to talk to you about a, a ah, few things, right? You want to talk to me? Yeah, man. And That's we, nice We've got a bunch of topics here. Uh, so, a few days ago, we went to see Casey Neistat, right? We did. Do you know that lad? Yeah, and big fan. We saw him at the Dublin Tech Summit, went to the Dublin Tech Summit, and we were there. We saw this gentleman on the stage. He ran up there. He was, like, flicking, like, making his old lovely jokes. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, there were so many of you. <laughs> Classic Casey. Yeah. Shout out, Casey, if you're listening. Yeah, at Casey Neistat on Twitter. <laughs> uh, what did you think of it and the whole experience? So, like, uh, let's just solely talk about, like, the scene Casey and, like... Just Casey. Uh, were you stra- starstruck or... I was totally starstruck. So, like, he came on, right? Uh, I was so hyped. Like, I was so overwhelmed that I, like borderline would have cried yeah if like i was a row close or anything like that i was so like tearing up like so ready to like just like ah you know scream or yeah. something weird uh but i mean the funny thing is like i've heard the story a bunch of times yeah. any fan of any like yeah. somewhat big fan of casey has <laughs> um and you know nothing new and you know exactly his story and stuff and it's just like it's interesting how he added the like beam failure and he called it a failure as well yeah on stage um and then he had this 368 bit and like yeah. kind of and talked about that talked about bit. how Dan was sleeping in the hotel yeah like but besides sleep. that like you could literally copy and paste like some other oh for sure yeah like for that one reason it was a little bit it wasn't even disappointing because I knew he'd do it yeah like you, you you weren't expecting anything else he was even like I think the title of this speech is that and that yeah, like he, he doesn't know. care yeah. like he, he doesn't it's Casey Neistat yeah like he's he's coming here to do that and he's coming in for the name yeah and then I thought his um, Q&A after was a little bit pointless to have him on it to be honest uh, I was again just a bit starstruck I way preferred the um, what was her name the Obama's Joanna Masca yeah she was way more interesting in that Q&A thing I thought yeah I thought she was given interesting POVs uh, uh, because like probably because I, I know so much about Casey um, like maybe, it, but Casey wasn't even answering he answered like three questions yeah and then Keith Barry your boy and then Keith Barry just hacked 
his brain, brain is that something. was quite weird but yeah I, I, I relate to the starstruck experience I was just there yeah. like Jesus Christ that is like he's nice that oh yeah definitely worth it uh, definitely worth it just for that yeah mm. uh, just to see him in real life wish Dan Mace was there wish Casey's vlogging camera was on stage but you know what whatever I'm sure all the boys with their tripods would have appreciated it. Yeah, they it all shut up. And, like, I, you know, they all left, probably trying to, like, <laughs> get a selfie with them after. Yeah. Like, oh, like, man, I'll get a million subs if I get them on my camera. Legit, right? Oh. So, yeah. But it was good. Um, so, uh, Casey preaches hard work. And, like, on the stage yesterday, um, or yesterday, <laughs> a few days Wednesday, ago, whatever yeah. it was, um, I remember, and I, I talked to you about it, uh, Keith, Keith Barry is that his Keith name Barry, yeah. he was like yeah I sleep three to four hours a night and then like Casey was like yeah like I like he in some sort of a context uh, he went like yeah I sleep like one to two hours and that's like every day right um I, I just thought that was like quite quite silly and I'm sure they don't do that and I'm sure it's like extreme situations mm. that they do sleep one to two hours but um I wanted to know your opinion on like there's hard work, right? And then there's, like, family. And there's, like, you'd like to have a nice balance of them too, right? Yeah. Um, I think Casey, like, does his best job. But I feel like the work to the family is, like, 80-20. And, like, he doesn't really do that very well. And then there's, like, sleep. And he doesn't, like, do that very well uh -huh. either. Uh, he does run, so that's good for his health. But um, I don't think he can really... You're, you're saying his, like, life balances out. Yeah, okay. I, I believe, like, all, like, it's flipped out completely. I feel like okay. he over, like, glorifies and, like, romanticizes on hard work, which is all great and, like, makes you achieve things. But I, I is it worth it? I, I don't I know. Mean, it, it's down to the individual. So him, it works for him. Yeah. Him and, like, um, Candice. Yeah. Candice. Candice, yeah, sorry. I was Pool. Yeah, no yeah. worries, mate. Uh, Candice Pool. She's also, like, extremely hardworking. And but she sleeps, that. like, 10 hours a day, from what I know. Yeah, but Casey might as well work during that. I guess, Like, that's yeah. not, like, quality relationship mm. time. Yeah. You know? Like, he, she sleeps double the amount of time. Like, what's, what's, you know, it would be silly for him not to get up and do five hours of work. And then she wakes up, they have, like, a little date, morning date, whatever. The, the thing you say about romanticizing it, that's just his bit. That's Casey Neistat. That's mm. what makes him him. Like, it would be boring if he you know, didn't have that ethic and he didn't, like, have a crazy, like, frantic vlog every day. You know, it, that's, like, his whole thing. That's his character. That's true, it is. Um, well, where do you stand on that? Like, because um, I remember a few years ago, uh, maybe even, like, a year ago, I was, like, very much in that kind of spirit. I was, like, yeah, like, that's the ultimate goal, like, work yeah. through your day. Um, I still, like, would love to, like, I still want to, like, achieve it. it's not that i don't want to be successful anymore i just i want to do it on like um whatever scale like i'd be happy like to get like the second spot and like have a good like solid work-life balance and like mm -hmm. have like even 10 hour days but like uh, have um so have you're, some... you're you're fantasizing about it a bit too much i don't think getting that balance is too difficult especially at our age like, oh, no, no, for sure. I'm not saying it is. And, yeah. and I'm not saying it is at our age. I'm just saying, like, um, that the idea of it doesn't sound to me as appealing as it, like, did a few years ago. The idea of, like, kind Maybe of because having... because you've tried it and you realized how difficult it is to achieve. It's, and, I, and, like, the, I think for Casey, it's crucial that he has that. You know, if he if he worked two hours less, his whole business would go out, you know, and stuff like that. Perhaps, yeah. Whereas for you, if you work two hours less, that's cool. You just, like, get two hours more in bed and you enjoy that. 
you know there's less stress there's less consequences for like not applying that that whole balance to your life maybe what i'm asking is like uh where do you stand on that do you like want work-life balance later on or would you like be a yeah let's just like work 14 hour days and then like have a weekend off i like to kind of play it by ear i think i love working when i have to like so there's festival in like 10 days uh, and i'm going to be working like lots of hours a day Mm -hmm. like upwards to 16 hours a day and it's it's work and sleep there's nothing in between that and like i love it i like couldn't ask for anything more it's like a dream job that being said there's nothing more i like to do than sleep 12 hours a day for the next week when i get home from that so it's all about like it's not a 24-hour thing it's it's like a monthly thing or a weekly thing it's how you divide it up and i think like it's kind of for me anyway like recently in the lap maybe two months ago i've like fixed it now but i used to sleep way too much and like part of that was just like puberty and being a teenager and like being a guy and everything like that whatever yeah and like i would sleep easily for 12 hours a day (laughs) unless i wanted to sleep a little bit less and like if i really tried it would be 10 and i've got that down to six hours a day now and i'm like happy with that because i've my six hours i'll wake up feeling better than my 12 hours and it's like what's the point of even having those six hours you've wasted time and you feel worse so like that kind of balance it's like a work i'm working on it Mm -hmm. there's no reason for me to work on it apart from it's like a person might just wake up a little bit happier want to have more of the day yeah but like like today yesterday in fact i had a big list of stuff to do and we've got pulp stuff to do and all that and i did nothing i did literally nothing yesterday Mm -hmm. i typed the word teasy and then i watch the youtube video like it was a terrible day in that kind of thing this morning i got a, a bunch of designs done and all my shit done and uh, we're gonna do more work now we're working yeah. right now and like it's going well so it's kind of how it goes and how it hits you i think another important very important thing for me is um to like always say yes and that's always difficult to do like it you can always go um no sorry i can't do that i'm busy mm-hmm. and then you'll end up being busy for 20 minutes and for the other 40 minutes of the hour you're watching youtube that's interesting so you like subscribe to the idea of like always saying yes and like yes do that and yes do that unless it's silly like if it's do you want to come on a week trip with me tomorrow no that's too like spontaneous Mm -hmm. but if you called me and said hey do you want to come over for um four hours i'd be like yeah sure of course because like we'd probably like it probably inspire me to do something crazy like something like work related or um like i'm working still in my mind i'm working on a friendship then you know it's something mm-hmm. important to me yeah for sure um and it's something i won't get distracted by like youtube or something i'd say no if i had something very important to do yeah. and i knew i wouldn't get distracted and i knew i'd be able to work mm-hmm. but it's all about like it's all about how like living in the moment i think okay like i'd never apply like a, a, ske- a schedule to my tomorrow so schedule schedule i love that um, schedule I'm, I'm a big fan of the schedule but i I, schedule. I, I, I must i must transform myself <laughs> um i just really like it, it maybe not demotivates me but i think it's silly um that there is like this thing that you like i don't know i like all i really do associate like these hard working hard hustling people that sleep four hours a day with like zero work-life balance and like that's not very like appealing to me no i mean look at elon musk elon musk famously says that he has wasted his childhood and his like teenage years he didn't have fun when he was a teenager yeah but he says it was worth it because now he's changing the world. He literally is changing the world. And that doesn't sound appealing to me. Like being an Elon Musk. Like you prefer to have like a nice, like f- loads of friends, go out every now and again during your teenage years. 
and not change the, like it's I mean not everyone's going to change the world if they give up their teenage years but you know what I mean yeah and like you know, I, I, I prefer to do that my whole life and like have like a solid like friend yes plus like family yeah foundation and then like change the world in my time but like maybe not in like as big of a mark I guess like I, I still think you can like do sufficiently like amazing of things you can. Like, I mean look you can have the most plainest job ever and be completely happy with your family and your income and stuff you don't have to like work a million hours a day like that's it's it is a very far-fetched idea Mm -hmm. to sleep four hours a day and to work 12 and to like also have like a million kids and you know a wife and everything and just have this all going on and run like four businesses like that's a crazy idea and like it, you know, it takes a very specific type of person. It also takes a very specific type of person to be able to just apply themselves to like a little community shop, you know, like be friends with all the locals. And like you're kind of applying yourself to uh, in a different way. Yeah. And it's just it. They're like it doesn't matter whichever you choose. It's just like whatever makes you happy, I guess. I guess yeah. And I'm maybe what I'm like um, not seeing as like that's what Elon Musk wants to do like that's what sure. makes him like that's what like runs yeah. his boat and like like he likes to have like no I guess family structure not as much and like he has kids obviously I don't think he has a, like a new partner uh, maybe he does um, but uh, work and like change the wor- world in that way and like have like relationship with his employees and staff I guess yeah I, I mean like I can tell you for a fact you've changed the world. You've changed the world for some people. Maybe oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying, like, like... your parents would be different without you. Yeah. So, like, you know... I'm, I'm not saying that... Um, you have had more of an impact than Elon Musk in some ways. For sure. And, and it's like, because, what does that mean anything to you? Or is that a load of shit? Like, it, it kind of depends what, how you want to, like, live your life in that way. Yeah. You like that, didn't you? I mean, no, I I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I guess maybe at this point we're just rambling. And, like, I, I think we both stand at the, the same point of view that, you know... I think so. Like, at the end of the day, you just want to be happy with what you do. Exactly. If you want to sleep 12 hours a day, but you're going to earn, like, a tenth of the money that some other guy would, then if that's what you want to do, then nobody cares. So do it. That's brilliant. Just do it. Hey, we're sponsored by Nike this week. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Nike. Um, it's our friend Casey Neistat. We saw him at the DTS, yeah. and he was like, "Here, I'll give you an old take there, sure." And Just do what I, you can. Turns out he's an ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Two. So maybe we should move on to our picks of the week. Okay. Sure, you go first. I'll start with mine because it's a little bit less depressing. Okay. So J Cole, we're recording this on a Saturday. He released his album KOD yesterday. Yeah. So he released on four twenty. On 420, he's not a big pothead, I believe, but um, yes, he did sure. anyway. Um, what do you think it stands for, KOD? So I looked it up. Um, it's kids on drugs. Is it actually? Um, I believe so, yeah. Because I thought it was kids overdosing. It, it could be there, are, oh, I right, guess. Okay. Um, I, I believe the like the common theme of the, the album is to like... Oh yeah, if you did you see the album cover? No. It's On the yeah. front it says, um, this album is in no way meant to promote drugs, or the usage of drugs or something like that. And I, I think that's kind of... Look it's along those lines, yeah. L- looking at the story, it's kind of like what it's going at. It's kind of like teaching, like, um, younger rappers and, like, younger kids that would, like, aspire to J. Cole, like, mm. uh, telling them what is important in life for him, for mm. J. Cole, and, like, what he sees as, like, important. Especially in the last song, which I really liked. Have you listened to 1980? I, I really liked it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought listen. it was, like, quite good. And um, Was that the one about... Um, 
Which was the one about like younger rappers? That was that, that was, was nineteen eighty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did like that one a lot. Um, so apparently there's a the, he I, I sent you the video about Lil Pump how he was like reacting to it. Apparently that was like a direct. Uh, well, apparently that was like a thing at Lil Pump because he made this song. Fuck J. Fuck Cole. J. Cole, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But apparently that was a response to a little bumpy. Um, I really like that song, and I, I really liked some of the some of the message in them. So so what did you... So, like, for me, I thought the intro was so cringy, that, like, female voice talking a lot of shit, whatever it was. And, like, there was a bit where it goes, like, pain is your choice. But when it goes your choice, it's, like, all pitch bent and, like, sounds, like, demonic. And it... Oh, I just... I think it's so it reminds me of KSI doing his stupid thing like literally you just cringe there like it's awful it, the intro's dumb uh, then like the first song is K.O.D. right? K.O.D. yeah uh, didn't like it whatever I thought it was like the poppy thing like yeah I, I liked it I, I thought but like it'll be the one he walks onto stage with yeah and, it'd be yeah. very like yeah, I thought it was pretty much all bad until ATM until ATM so photograph and the cutoff you didn't like oh the, the, the cutoff had Kill Edward yeah that was okay yeah then ATM you kind of liked. ATM was interesting, I thought. He talked about m- making money and stuff, which I just will always just throw into the bin if a song talks about but money. But it was like... Um... The lyrics were so good. Like, the, his rhyming scheme was incredible. Yeah. Like, the, like fucking, like, four-syllable words. Every line rhyming. Like, the, just unheard of. Like, that's Eminem shit. Yeah, like, he's really definitely... That was impressive. Because he's, not, he's not a rhymer as such. He's a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, like he can. Well, I mean, he can clearly do whatever he wants. Mm. But I, I think in ATM he was kind of going at how like you get the money and like whatever, but you can't take it to the grave. And that was that was like a bit in, about that. Yeah, I, I thought it's like. Um, but he was still kind of flexing, which is dumb. Still, I'm, 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 like, yeah, I, you, there, you can. There's no excuse for flexing. Like you can't like expo- You can't say how much money you have, and you go, "Oh no, it's because I want to prove that like I'm gonna give it to charity." Like no, just don't t- don't say it at all. I mean, I'd have to re-listen, but I don't remember him like flexing all that much in it. But maybe, maybe you're right. Um, then there was Motivate, which was fucking amazing. I I, I thought that was like the most pointless song on earth. Best song in the world. I thought it was like it had an motivate, motivate, of an motivate, 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 right? I thought that was good. Cool. Sorry, if, I hope we Genius. don't get copyrighted, mate. Of course we will. I don't <laughs> think you can get copyrighted on um, podcasts. What I loved though was like one of the oh yeah like the last verse. I know you liked it too in brackets, like about the tax and stuff and like yeah. I thought that was so powerful. Yeah, there was a bunch of like verses and they were just like glorious. Um, some songs weren't like that good, but I had good verses in them, which I thought was interesting. Um, I thought like kept... ATM for me. Yeah, the first yeah. verse was great. I thought there was like yeah. The first verse after the bit where it goes make money, break money, make money, whatever he says. There was a line in there was like um, thank God my mama couldn't afford an abortion or something like that. I thought that was like stood out to me. Hey, we're cool the eighth, everybody. <laughs> um, no man keep the eight so like J. Cole's don't don't hey, shit okay <laughs> wait so J. Cole's don't die oh yeah yeah vote so, no vote yes shit shit <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, okay anyway none uh, of these are our political beliefs guys <laughs> so um, yeah so I, I liked it and you quite liked it too I, I remember you like shitting on J. Cole uh, was that like a positive thing like did you was it a positive album or negative album oh indifferent makes no difference to my opinion mm-hmm. and i don't like j cole i mm-hmm. think he's very boring mm-hmm. i think he's great at storytelling 1985 was like a total highlight for that album mm-hmm. um and what uh, sorry so uh, after 1985 uh there's a mark to it and it says intro to the fall off yeah which sounds like the next album or something I don't maybe know. i mean that'd be nice 
sure um, I, you know it's always silly when people say like oh my god this guy's bringing out a new album as if he's not you know what I mean Have you, like that's silly right like when okay so right now there's a whole conspiracy about 21 pilots and everyone's like oh my god are they going to bring out a new album <laughs> yes they obviously they're like 25 each like they're not going to give up now they've yeah. got like 50 years of music left yeah. in them like it's ridiculous to say oh nah they're not gonna or like oh it's gonna be soon obviously it's gonna be like eventually like Matter shut the when, fuck right? up and wait yeah <laughs> uh, I mean I, no question J. Cole will have another album just um, maybe it will be themed like the, mm. the I mean, at the end of the day some people love him so that's all that matters really okay boy uh, now moving on to your pick and very very sad news yesterday so right? yeah on yesterday the 20th of April Avicii passed away Yeah. at the age of 28 which is like so shocking i thought he was much older i was really like shocked like uh, uh, looking at the headline avici 28 yeah dead, like, he really like, made it when he was young yeah. like he got big when he was like 23 i want to say 20 even younger than that 20 in his like, early 20s and uh yeah like the so i'd never like call him one of my favorite artists because um i i just he was a little bit too poppy for me mm -hmm. i thought like what he did for the genre so so Obviously, I make music and I make electronic dance music for the most part. And the only, you know, the reason that some of my music has got so much traction. No, that's the wrong phrasing. But the reason, like, people have somewhat respect for my music now yeah. is because of people like Avicii and people like Zed and people like Deadmau5. Like, actually proving that it takes proper talent and skill. Deadmau5 being, you know, one of the very early adopters of electronic dance music to get to the radio and to, like make music solely from computers and stuff and to prove that it is actually like pretty magical what you can yeah. do and I, i don't know avici really pushed it to mainstream for sure which is something that he would have got a lot of hate for david guetta did a similar thing used to be like a total club guy and then he made that song with Nicki minaj he gets so much hate now for that but again he's like pushing electronic dance music to somewhere where it, it wouldn't have been without him and that's always a good thing surely you know that's who like introduced that like uh, type of music to me like him, yeah. Avicii and Guetta like that that's who like I remember and I yeah. associate like 2010 with ish yeah I mean um, Wake Me Up was like the biggest song 2013 yeah and that was obviously Avicii yeah um, so yeah my pick is all of Avicii yeah everything he's ever made it's good poppy and like just the most important thing about it like i feel for you is like just uh pushing pushing it right yeah and i mean like really changing just, changing a genre changing people's opinion on on stuff you know and people would really hate music made on computers and, and now it's standard now it's everywhere like yeah. literally like you can't, it's the standard of music there is not a lack of edm anyway yeah anyway um poor guy a few weeks ago i believe um there was this topic in our little list um that you put up and it's been there and i i feel we have grown to it okay i feel we have grown to it okay. you told me about this fun graph before this episode and um oh, yeah. what are you most skilled for that karen okay so this is a question that um was designed for you to praise yourself but also to uh think about yourself okay yourself. are we talking like We're talking as practical or as like big picture as you want to think. Can we? Okay, pra practical. So a uh, skillful probably would. Okay, like okay something I'd write something... under skill. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I had to go with like music production, I guess. It's okay, like, so th that I... would be like your key thing. That would be yeah. like something you're practically most skillful at. Mm. If you like were a... to teach someone, you teach music production. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, definitely. Been doing it for years. Uh, made a lot of stuff. 
I can probably teach you to get from nothing to something, and that's a pretty big deal. Brilliant. Um, so what's uh, yours? Pulp tutorials. Holy shit! Holy crack! What the middle finger? Um, I'm literally as you said that sentence. I I realized I don't have one prepared, and um, I don't know what it, it would like, be. Stop hitting that, cause that's gonna pick up like a bitch. Oh, sorry, mate. I, if for anyone that if, if, if that didn't the, pick up, I was just playing the drums. <laughs> just doing a drum solo. Um, we got Phil Collins in the studio today. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a famous drummer. I I feel like I I tried so many things and like well not, not I, there's obviously much more things to try for me, but uh-huh. uh, I haven't like gotten in depth on anything particular really. Uh, so maybe something that I have to choose uh, that would be a skill would be. Um, something that I've been at for like the longest. I want to say like the confident, the most confident thing for me would be like video editing just because I like played around with it. You know what I still think of to this day in your Patrick Mohan video, there's a bit where you're recording him Uh and you kind of walk behind this pillar. Uh And then by the time you get to the other pit, like the pillar takes up the whole frame. Uh And by the time you get to the other side of the frame, it's a different scene of him practicing his fighting and i like i remember you showing me that and i was like you need to like make that like flawless and you did and it was so worth i like literally aspire to like that's your best editing i i i I agree completely i was like wait that's a thing i can definitely do it i have no idea how and i just Mm. spent like pressing buttons for like an hour oh yeah a few hours and yeah that was that um i would probably say uh, i'd feel like the most proficient also uh, like maybe interviewing like you had like a little bit of experience i had but i wouldn't say like i'm very good at it but you, you kind of the way you apply yourself like you went to okay so patrick mohan is your like yeah subject for most interviews and like, Stephen Healy as well, your boy. Yeah, but like Pat- Patrick Mohan uh-huh. would be a good example because you've interviewed him a bunch of times. You've like reached that, like you've got me to help with audio so the interview is crispier. Uh-huh. You know, you've gone like all out for it. You went to one of his events in Dublin and followed him around in his like pre fight yeah, green pre-fight. room or whatever you call it. Fight and post fight, yeah. That's not what most interviewers do. They usually go sit there and ask you 10 questions. You actually went to his fight and learned about it and recorded it and that like. And I thought that was like a very interesting experience and something I I definitely enjoyed. Like I I yeah. definitely would like to do that more. Oh, and it shows. Like it was a great interview. It was a great video. Thank you. Well, it was great. You. It was. Well, no, it was definitely the video I'm the most happy yeah. about in my whole life so far. Um, you should but, try to do it more. Mm, yeah, I'm not thinking about it. Yet. I wanted to like kind of do the same thing with you, but it was kind of like there wasn't a big fight to aspire to yeah there wasn't like a, yeah i feel like if we were to do it now though rather than last year you'd be more like better with it mm. and i'd be more better with it and we'd probably like nail something better mm. i can think about it mm. you should i i i upped up i i love how we just spoke kind of went weird for it. Yeah, yeah we were looking for it um so not to say video making also video editing okay sure um next topic and our final topic mm-hmm. kind of related kind of not um i had a job interview yesterday right Ooh, congrats how'd it go and um, it was very good it was mm-hmm. amazing i thought like i got on with the manager very well it was brilliant um at a costa coffee did place. you wear your vans i did actually marching bought vans i bought vans they're like cream camel crispy mm. beige maybe you'd call them freaking amazing i call them like sand sand colored yeah yeah probably nice, like beach nice. sand oh. you happy with them i'm so honestly like you like regret not buying them sooner when i told you to I just love the color of them. Do you, you think you should have listened to me earlier as well? Say yes, because you know it's yes. 
Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, if, <laughs> if I bought Vans instead of the cons, like, I'd probably be a happier man right now. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no regrets. Uh, anyway, I had that interview with my Vans, and it was great. It went all great. But in the interview, um, a lady asked me a question I wasn't completely prepared for. Okay. She asked me, what motivates you? And I gave an answer straight away, and I thought that was, like, quite interesting. What was your I, answer? Um, my answer was people. And Ooh. I said that, and uh, I thought about it, like, for hours after, because I had to wait for my bus. I was like, wait, this makes so much sense. And I... And that was, like, a natural tip of the tongue. Just I was, people. like, literally just look to the right and say people and look back at her. It was... Yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't have, like, produced that answer if you, like... If probably you asked me, and I had to, like, think about it. Yeah. Um, but it's because it was an interview. But I thought it can make so much sense. And, um... I'll elaborate on that in a bit. Maybe if you want to tell me what would you say of what motivates you, what me? motivates you? I think a similar thing. I think friends and family. I think I think the desire to be for somebody to look at me and appreciate like what I've done. Okay. And that's like friends and family. Like you know, somebody like anybody can say, "Oh, well done." But when you like a friend, like if you said it or my mum said it, it'd be like really meaningful. Like, "Oh, that was good. Well done." So that would like motivate me to that's, try and get that. That's interesting because I'm coming at it from like a completely different standpoint. Okay. I my answer would be the same, but it would be because, like, I'm motivated to let's say pursue a pull project because I'm doing it with you. I'm motivated to like yeah. That's another thing. Like, I would be disappointed if you didn't do it. Mm. So you have to. Kind of, but it's more like I really enjoy doing it with you. Yeah. I really enjoy, like, um, I don't know, going to the cinema with Becky. I really enjoy, like, doing this, that. It's like our thing. Yeah. That's what you mean. I I really Mm. like doing stuff with people, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. My ENFJ coming out finally. Uh, Personality types. What's yours again? INTP? No idea. Brilliant. Elon Musk. Architect. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So you'd also say kind of like family, friends and people. Yeah, because I don't know. There's like a kind of like rush you get from when somebody says Mm. somebody important to you that kind of genuinely means it when they say, wow, like what you did was good. So what motivates you, you'd say, would be the result? Yeah, the desire to be appreciated. The desire to have a result and like be appreciated with that. And I'm not like not saying like you would you're making it up when you like appreciate me or whatever. Just like a genuine like wow factor. Yeah. Like when I say like my new album, I want you to cry. Yeah. If, and, like, and then when I tell you I cry, you're like, yes, that's I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like for, yeah, that's like my that's my goal. So, yeah. Emotions, other people's emotions. That's beautiful, Ken. Emotions are very beautiful. Yeah. You know what else is beautiful? You know the Emoji Movie. It's all about emotions. Yeah, we're watching it tonight, right? I actually didn't download it. session. Damn it. I don't think I've got, like, enough tissues ready to be. (laughs) And uh, on this very positive note, and um, on the message that everything in the world is beautiful, and you are too, uh, we will finish this, okay? And you know what? Let me just double tap it. Uh, 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 Don't don't, don't end recording yet, okay? So, live slit, don't quit, and all that shit. Go follow. Hey, that rhymed. Live slit, don't quit, and all that shit. I listened to J. Cole. Okay, so a new new outro just there. Also, go follow everybody on Instagram. Machi, can you like sing us out again? Uh,